0: emergency services please you gotta help me there's this weird guy ma'am please ma'am call us when you're dead
1: what the fuck
0: welcome back callers to another episode of call us when you're dead i'm keith
1: and I'm Ryan, and on today's episode, we are covering the case of Christina Harris. Okay,
0: but before we get into that, Ryan, what's going on with you?
1: Oh man, so much is going on. So much is going on. Where to start? Let's see, we went to my folks place for Father's Day. Yes, we did. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we got to see my sister and, and Mike, her husband, mm-hmm. and and uh, their kid Grayson. I didn't see the other one, though. Yeah, uh, she was sleeping. Oh, and, and yeah, we had yummy steaks for dinner. That was delicious. Those were
0: really good. That was actually one of the best meals we've had in a while.
1: Speaking of which, I know it's a couple days late, but happy Father's Day.
0: Yeah, happy Father's Day. Typically, we try to hit that kind of stuff prior, but I, I think the week before we thought it was Father's Day, and it wasn't, it, we did it a week early in our minds, and I don't know why we did, but we did.
1: Yeah, we did. Oh, well.
0: Yeah. I'm sure everybody has either heard about it or knows about it by now. But Titanic has claimed five more victims. Right. I, I'm not trying like I'm not trying to be flippant about it at this point. But it's now been three days since they've witnessing that the submersible went down and they can't find them. They can't find them at the wreck site. They said that they've searched now like the length of Pennsylvania and they cannot find these people.
1: So quarter of a million dollars bought you. Yay! Play. Pay hey, and play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Right. So
0: one of, one of the things I want to talk about with that is there was a release form that they had to sign that said that the Oceanic Company was not liable if you died while in the submersible. And I think that's super fucked up. I think that's pretty smart of them. No, listen, if I ever paid a quarter of a million dollars to get into something you own and operate, I should never have to sign a waiver that says, if you die, it's on you. Well, there's all sorts of other things that do that same premise. Well, I understand that, but I'm saying for a quarter of a million dollars, I would suggest my life be not on the line. (laughs) I mean, I guess that's fair. Right. And also maybe we just leave the Titanic alone.
1: That would be the smart thing to do, but people aren't that smart.
0: No, and I know that sounds horrible, but people like we we see it. We've we've mapped it at this point. We've done everything that we can with it. Leave her alone. She don't need nobody she don't need no visitors. Right, right. She has a do not disturb sign on her vessel at this point. That's <laughs> trying to die in peace. Right. But you know who doesn't have a do not disturb sign? Uh our callers. Our callers. So we have Justin S., Julie K., and Donna C. Thank you guys so much for being callers. We would not know how to do this without you each and every week. All right, Ryan, do you want to get us started on this episode?
1: Absolutely. So even though this season theme is called Till Death Do Us Part, we have another case today that takes place in Michigan.
0: Okay, so how does that change the season theme? Just because Michigan is the only place that knows how to do Till Death Do Us Part the proper way.
1: I'm just, yeah, I guess, apparently... To two out of three cases so far. Right. So, as I mentioned a little bit ago, we are covering the case of Christina Harris. So, let's jump right into it and hop into that trusty time machine and head back to September 28th. 2014 to davison michigan which is located northwest of detroit please keep your hands arms and legs
0: inside the time machine at all times call us when you're dead cannot be responsible for any lost limbs
1: so here's the point where we do all that background good stuff yada yada background yada good stuff yeah i don't got much of anything
0: how did you not get much of anything
1: <laughs> so christina was married to her husband John, uh jason and they had two kids together which one of the youngest was eight months old so a newborn Right. little a itty bitty baby. Little
0: itty bitty baby. On the night in question, Jason noticed that Christina was acting very weak and struggled to hold her spoon for cereal that she had as a late night snack. It didn't get much better when they went to bed either. Jason had to assist her to get into bed as well. I mean,
1: that's pretty fishy already. What right. happened?
0: Okay, but you've seen me and I've seen you when you're really sick. We've had to help each other get in and out of bed because we've been vomiting really bad or like we have the shakes really bad and we don't really want to eat but we feel hungry and we just need help getting in and out of bed because we just don't feel well enough okay that's fair that's fair i'll I'll allow it well thank you prosecutioner.
1: i will will rest my defense on that one (laughs) so jason woke up the next day to go to work like any other day as the day went on he tried to contact his wife to see how she was feeling aka do a little life check Right, life check. Oh my God, we do life checks all the time. Right, right. Like if you're at work, I'm like life
0: check. <laughs> if I, if, you know, if I'm at work, you're like life check. It, it all happens.
1: It does. And when he didn't hear back from her, he grew concerned and asked his neighbor to check in on Christina. See, that's where I get
0: fishy. Why would you ask a neighbor and not a family member?
1: Or why not go home your damn self? Right. If you're that worried. Once the neighbor gained
0: entry to the house, she found Christina passed out in the bed and cold to the touch. The neighbor panicked and called the police. However, it was too late for Christina, as she was pronounced dead at the scene. Yeah, that's not something you ever want to touch as a cold, dead body. I,
1: I could not even begin to imagine.
0: For me, you would think that if they were in bed, like they would still have some kind of warmth to them, just from blankets. Oh, good point, though. You
1: know what I mean? But also, like, had he, like, so she's cold and, and, and dead and cold, so she's been there for a hot minute. Right, right. So not recently. So, but did you turn on the air conditioning? Like, Well, if Jason was ne- sleeping next to her, he wouldn't he notice her? Was she warm? Hmm. I don't know. Well, okay. But with
0: that, I okay, I got another defense to that, too. You and I sleep next to each other every night. How often do we physically touch in our sleep? I don't know. Not a lot. So, like, if you died in your sleep... I wouldn't know right away. And I would probably get up and go to work thinking, oh, he's fine. Because I typically walk over your feet, you know, like, you know, by your feet.
1: Yeah, you kick me every morning. Every mm-hmm. morning.
0: And sometimes you move your feet and sometimes you don't. So I would just be like, oh. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's fingers alive. Maybe crossed. he's dead. Oh. <laughs> Did you just say go- life goals? No, fingers crossed. Wow. <laughs> I don't think that about you.
1: I'm sorry that you feel that way. <laughs>
0: It's because the insurance money wouldn't pay me enough.
1: Oh, jeez, Yeah. <laughs> Since Christina was young and seemed overall healthy, she, of course, had an autopsy. Like you should. Like you should. The medical examiner concluded that the cause of death was an accidental overdose because of heroin.
0: Yeah, okay, because people are just like flipping about that one.
1: I mean, it's. It I, kinda, I know
0: that it's an issue in Michigan.
1: Yeah, and it does. It, I mean, with, with just hearing this evidence, there isn't like. With what we said so far, okay, yeah, I, okay. She liked drugs. Right, but is there. Has she ever done drugs before? well we will find out that no but (laughs) the case was
0: closed until 2019 when the manner of death was changed from accidental overdose to homicide because there's going to be a what illumination right right i'm sure you're asking how and why on the charge or the change after five years with that being said that will bring us to the trial
1: So, Jason was acting suspicious. In fact, he had a new girlfriend move in within just two weeks after his wife's death. Then, Christina's mother and family would not let it go. They knew something suspicious happened.
0: Yeah, you know, you... Okay, so, typically, I'm like, oh, that looks weird that you move somebody in. But, like, how do you know that it's really his girlfriend and not just somebody that they decided, hey, we're friends, we just want to... I'm helping her out, you know, and then, like... A bond happened after that point, and then they became
1: boyfriend girlfriend.-hmm. I mean, considering Jason had thousands of text messages over nefarious affairs
0: right yeah, well, I understand that, but I'm just saying for one to jump to well, it was her his new girlfriend, this could have been it doesn't matter if it was two weeks. Two months, a year, two years. I feel as if this family would have been mad that he didn't just stay. I I just don't like when people are mad because somebody else has moved on after a death. And we've talked about that before. Well, yeah. You know, where, oh, how dare you move on because you should still be grieving the loss of your husband or your wife. I'm not saying that two weeks is too soon. It is way (laughs) too
1: soon. I was going to say it. So when I die, are you going to have a new boyfriend move in the following week? I'm, next day, I'm going
0: to... All right, makes sense. Right there. <laughs> just have them right there. But but you know what I mean? It, it just feels like when is the appropriate time and when is it not the appropriate time? Two and, weeks is not the appropriate but time. But who are we to judge that? Society. N- no, but like <laughs> for us... Like, we don't know their relationship. We weren't there. His family, like, the family wasn't always there, so they don't know the full relationship or the scope of the relationship. It very well could have been, hey, they really just weren't in love with one another anymore, and things were going on. I guess I'm just trying to be the defense in this.
1: All right, well, we will ask our callers. Callers, what do you think? Is two weeks too soon to have the new girlfriend move in?
0: And and I'm not, as me personally, I'm not saying that it's not too early, because I personally feel... Like it is. But if I am defending this case, I am saying, who are we as a society to say, when is it too soon or not too Who puts that standard out there? Yeah, yeah, true. They had no way of physical proof to show that Christina wasn't a heroin user, or so they thought. Remember we mentioned that she had a newborn earlier? Christina had been breastfeeding her daughter and would also pump milk and freeze it for a later use. Uh, A cold, milky brew for a rainy day. Well, a lot of women, I think, have to do it if you're uh, feeding from the boobie. (laughs) You have to also pump, because if you are working or you're doing things like that, because you don't want to leak, but you also want fresh milk for your baby. Oh, for sure. To go, you know, and so, yeah, I, I feel like it's, I feel weird talking about breast milk. Boob. Boobie milk. Am I not allowed to say breast?
1: No, I can say breast. I think boob is a more funny word. Oh, you want me to call it titty milk? B- bu- boobalish, Boobalicious. Ooh, oh my gosh, it's like bubblegum. Right, but tit milk. Tit milk. Boobalicious.
0: Boobalicious. Jason did not do a great job of cleaning house, and the police gathered some
1: of that milk shortly after Christina's death. Then, for the first time ever in Michigan, breast milk was tested in a criminal case as evidence of a crime. Had Christina been a drug user, that would have shown up in the test results. However, Christina's breast milk, boobalicious, Boobalicious. was, was clean. Okay, but see, I'm gonna be
0: defense again.
1: Are you gonna bitch about the tit milk? I am. Bitch the tit. All right, okay, go. Okay,
0: so this is my defense. It was her first time using heroin.
1: She just decided to
0: go. It was her first time using it, and she didn't know how to do it properly, and she overdosed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that sounds so cold. It does. But she didn't know
1: what she was doing, and she overdosed. Can I counter that? Yep, go ahead. Um, The medical examiner, they didn't find no track marks or needles or nothing like that. Okay, she could have smoked it. I feel there would have been some evidence more so in the lungs air capacity of a smoke inhalation versus right a different consumption. I, I feel like this should have
0: been like a guilty or innocent case and not a till death do us part case. Because I feel like we've kind of gone to a <laughs> defense and prosecution and I'm defending him at this point. Now, yes, I believe he is guilty as fuck. However, I just for this. Part I I want to show where there is true discrepancies or,
1: or things that could be used as a defense. It was her first time using it. Well, as we do, we always try to give as much case information, different points and perspectives on anything right. and everything, so our callers can kind of listen, ponder. hear us out, ponder, and decide. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Right. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Oh yeah, that's a good point.
0: Right. Now your point of she has no track marks, she has no previous previous use issues, you know, that that tracks as this was a murder. You yes. know. But I feel like if I was setting in the defense table, this is the defense I'm going to use. Right.
1: And I and honestly I didn't look into the actual like what his defense was other than he denied, denied, denied. And right. well, sometimes didn't... that's the only defense you have. Right and And other than that, there wasn't really much of anything that I could find. Right. Which I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, sometimes the denying just don't work and there's too much evidence against you.
0: Right well, and and this is one of those things where you're using physical proof. right. Which we have always complained. How many times have you and I complained on this podcast? Where the fuck is the fucking proof? Oh, for sure. And this is a time that they have the proof. And as you said, as the defense. You have to, at that point, try to deny the proof. Which it's very hard to which do. Which is hard. You know, and I think, okay, so part of me is like, we've been watching The Good Wife. Yes. We've been watching the shit out of that. And I'm thinking, how would Alicia Flora handle <laughs> this? And so I think that would be
1: truly a way of saying, well, she did it once. Well, had... Had Alicia been defending this case, she would have had Kalinda go clean for Jason. Oh yeah, he would have, that breast milk would have never been there. And who leaves breast milk for four fucking years? So, okay, yeah, I did kind of look into that, because that's kind of what I thought. But I guess it wasn't a whole four years. The police did gather some of it shortly after. Okay, so, ooh, you just gave me another good defense point, though. Okay.
0: Okay, after four years, would it truly show up? in that breast milk because there are enzymes
1: in breast milk that are
0: in people's systems that could break down.
1: I guess that would depend on the science of those enzymes. Can they break down heroin or not? Right. And I think it was proven that they could not. Okay. Good. Because it's not in the body, because there's the bodies in the enzyme the enzymes in the body that wear the drugs off, not necessarily just in, in the milk sitting by itself. Right, but isn't there also like a fattiness to
0: the milk because that's what helps the baby grow in weight?
1: I, I mean, there
0: certainly could be, but it doesn't mean it would break down the I don't. I don't know. The I feel one. like I would also throw that out there too and be like, the breast milk was four years old. How are we testing breast <laughs> milk that's four years old? Oh, for sure, for sure. As the trial went on, more and more evidence pointed to Jason. Not only was he having multiple affairs, like, the move-in girlfriend. <laughs> he was also asking coworkers for drugs to poison his wife. Not, okay, you see, like, I can't defend that one.
1: I'm. It's pretty hard to, yes. Okay,
0: okay, if I had to throw out a defense, okay, I would say people got paid off to say what they said.
1: Right, or he wasn't serious. Right, he or, wasn't yeah, serious.
0: Yeah. So you know how many times do people say, I'm just gonna kill my spouse, they're driving me insane.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm...
0: Uh, Yeah, all the time. I tell you every day I'm going to kill you. That is true. You tell me every day you're going to kill me. That is true. So, like, where is that line of take it serious,
1: don't take it serious? Well, with us, no one should ever take it serious. Don't ever take it
0: serious. I'm never going to do it.
1: Too much work. With uh, Jason Harris, take it very
0: seriously. Right, take it very, very serious. Especially when he's saying, hey, do you know... Does arsenic show up still, or is that like a no-go drug? Right. What about, what about I, rat
1: poison? If I put a grenade in their cereal? And it blows um, up. Does that look suspicious? Like, right. what if it was a defaulted toy in the Cracker, back, cr- cracker crack, Jack Barrel? <laughs> cracker Cracker Jack Box? Oh my god, I just Cracker
0: Jack Barrel. I'm a cracker barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, you can't, I, I don't have a good defense for this one. no. Outside of, eh, they misheard, it's hearsay, I guess that's what I would try to go with, is it's hearsay. Yeah, it is hearsay, but but carry on. Then, the icing on the cake. He tried to ask those co-workers if they would be willing to kill her for him. Oh, see, sir, I don't have a defense for you. <laughs> Let me, give me a minute, I gotta think of <laughs> something. Go on and talk, I'm gonna think of something oh, okay. for that
1: one. Okay, now callers, just picture this. Pretending we're going to work. And uh, I'm like, hey, can I get some drugs to kill my spouse? Uh, actually, no. Will you just kill them for me? Like, what do you think?
0: Okay, okay. Here's my defense. He went to his friends and was like... Co-workers. Oh his co-workers and was like, oh my god. Christina's driving me insane. Well, don't you just kill her for me so I don't have to keep dealing with her attitude. It's all in context.
1: Oh, it absolutely is. But I feel like the ongoing and the multiple sources it's like i understand like bitching to your one co-worker friend right. but to like go to fucking everybody and your co-workers being like drugs drugs, to drugs poison drug, murder will drugs? you just kill her kill murder poison mine help mine. me help me
0: right yeah at some point dumbass you have to shut the fuck up and uh yes. You didn't know what friends to trust and who not to trust, and you just were like, well, I'm going to get rid of her, and at this point, it doesn't matter. So, you're a loser. I'm sorry my defense rests that yes, <laughs> Right, Right, right. Um, because you really just lathered that one on of dumb. You did. And you got busted by booby milk. You got, yeah. Who gets busted by titty milk? Uh, Jason Harris. Of all of the things to get busted by... We're going for boob milk. The boobalicious brought him down. What would have been another worse way to get busted? Because I cannot think of another way of, like, getting busted for something.
1: Than boob boob milk? Boob milk.
0: I, I got nothing. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I have one. The people that were on Judge Judy one time, and they were being accused of stealing a woman's purse. And she said, there was an earpiece in my purse, and it was missing. Oh, God. And the guy said, there was no earpiece in that purse. That he was claiming he didn't he steal. He didn't steal, right. So, yeah, it's that level of ridiculous. That's, yeah, that's where we're at with this one.
1: In the end, Jason had nowhere to hide. All the lies are out now. Then, in November 2021, he was convicted of first degree murder, solicitation of murder, and delivery of a controlled substance causing death. Because it was him who put heroin in Christina's cereal that night, he is now serving a life sentence at the Saginaw Correctional Facility.
0: Okay, so can we talk about the heroin in the cereal thing? Yeah. Do you think that he was slowly poisoning her or doing something to her prior to cause her to be so weak and not realize that there was something weird in her cereal?
1: No, I honestly think it was... One one shot, wham-bam. Because had it been over time, there would have been trace of that heroin in the breast milk because she had pumped that day. Okay. And there would have been something there. I think it was a—he tried to make it look like an overdose. He almost got away with it, but— Okay, but then my question here Oh,
0: is, uh, is—my uh, uh, next question is, did you ever find out the amount of heroin? Because you would think if you were eating cereal— and there was, because it's a rock, that you would not so easily eat that.
1: Oh, it can be crushed down to a fine powder, just like, you know, uh, okay. essentially you with glass, like, too. You uh, think he crushed it into a fine powder and put it on
0: like it was like a sugar? sugar. Oh, God. I ain't yeah. never taken no bowls of cereal
1: from you. <laughs> oh, I guess what's,
0: what's for dinner more. tonight? Not cereal. It's cereal. Nope, it's Dino Nuggies.
1: That is true. We are having dino nuggies. I love me some
0: dino Nugs. Okay. So, do we have any updates for this case? We do not. Oh, that's sad. Do we know what happened to the children?
1: I believe it was Christina's parents, mainly the mother, because she was the one so outspoken against something seeming fishy. Right. I believe she got custody at the time. Got I'm it. not sure of their their life statuses but I imagine they're still around because this was only 10 years ago. Isn't that wild that this only happened 10 years ago? In my mind it feels like it should have been... In the 90s?
0: Right. Because it's such a crazy type of crime to commit. Absolutely. But I, I guess at the same time heroin has become easily accessible as time has went on. I mean, if you know the right people, all drugs are accessible. Right, okay, but if you look back at the 90s... Or the 80s, certain drugs were a lot harder to come by. Okay, yeah. But then, as time has gone by, it seems as if the United States is kind of losing the war on drugs.
1: Well, it's also as the new drugs are coming. Right, and so, Wait. it's just... oh, i yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, what were you going to so say? So, way back when, I was like, oh, pot, pot, right. pot, pot, pot. Then it's crack, cocaine, 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 pot, 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 pot cocaine, meth heroin right meth heroin
0: yeah and now you have to worry about fentanyl oh yeah like that's the new fucking killer out there so it is
1: and the scary thing is that's used in hospitals every day yep. so it's not even a matter of getting from a drug dealer if you know the right doctor or the right nurse right the right medical assistant the the new criminals have, are changing
0: right and you got it like even now it's being found inside thc like uh, the gummies, it's being yep. thrown, in just marijuana. So test all your shit. Make sure it doesn't have fentanyl in it. You don't want to die just because you want to get a little high. Right, right. I I, I do want to preface again. When I say I am being the defense for somebody, I don't really believe the words that I'm saying. I am just saying it to make people think, because this is something that was more than likely brought up in the defense for what this person, you know, to try to right. get them acquitted of a crime that they committed or didn't commit. You know, it just, it is what it is at that point.
1: Right, and because most people want you to think law is black and white, and it is not. It is not, there is, is a lot of gray. It is gray, gray, and then more gray. But you know what isn't gray? What's that?
0: Your mental health, my mental health, and everybody else's mental health. So, if you or somebody you know is suffering from a mental health crisis or suicidal thoughts, please call 988 also, we did talk about a form of domestic violence in this, with him poisoning his wife with heroin. Don't poison your wives. Right, do not poison your wife. Or your husband. Don't poison anybody. Oh, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Don't be that person. Yeah,
1: just don't don't be a poisoning asshole.
0: Right. Otherwise, the titty milk will get you. Right, or, or the ghost will get you. <laughs> so, if you or anybody that you know is suffering from domestic violence please call 800-799-7233. Again, that number is 800-799-SAFE. I don't know why I said 799. So weird.
1: Well, shit sure
0: happens. You know, sometimes I have a little bit of a weird stutter and I don't understand why. Mini-stroke. Uh-huh. Just, ooh! Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen also, don't forget to follow us on the socials, facebook.com slash call Follow us on TikTok at Call Us When Dead, where you can see some fun videos of us, or better yet, the Cat Jacaris, the babies Emma and Regina, or of course our girls Lola,
1: Bailey, and Bonnie. Or email us at callusdead at yahoo.com to tell us what you thought about the case, ask some questions, suggest some cases, or just to say hi. Also, if any of you callers would like us to give it a shout-out to someone you know, let us know. But until then, remember to stay strong, do everything. Oh, you just screwed yeah. that word right up. Do everything with love. Know there is always hope. And in case you forget, you can always
0: call, call us, us when, when you're, you're dead. dead. Okay, hold on. I do have another funny story to tell the callers. Okay, so typically we are at the end of the episode, but I have one more fun story to tell everybody because this was, this was just a weird case. And it was a weird thing that happened the other day, and it will make it will make everybody laugh. So, we talk about Emma and Regina and some of the weird things that they've done on this podcast, you know, once in a while. The other day, you and I were getting around to go to work.
1: Oh, God, I know what story you're going to tell. And
0: we leave our car keys on top of their cage. Now, mind you, their cage has a blanket over it. Because it has to stay dark in there for them. They are nocturnal. It can make them blind if they are out in the sun. And we couldn't find the car keys. And we were starting to run late. And I was like, I could feel my heart racing. And I was like, we're going to have to call work. Tell them, hey, we're not going to make it in. We're having car troubles. A.K.A. we can't find our fucking keys. (laughs) So
1: you looked at me and said... Well, I noticed that there was a shirt on top of the cage as well. And it was like pulled the blank. The sheet was like pushed back a little bit and the shirt was pulled through the cage. Right. And I was like, did you put the keys on the shirt? What if they took them? Right. And so
0: you reached into the cage and our keys were right there. Right in the middle. Now, mind you, everyone. Had the babies decided they were going to take the keys and put them into their narwhal, which is this little thing that they put their little poof balls in, and they nest in, we would never have another car. Because we would have never found those keys, they would have nested them
1: away. Right, yeah. It would have taken a long time for us to find them, or at, right. least, at least the month when it would get cleaned out but other than that I would not think to look there
0: no me either so that is our fun story at the very end of just something fun to tell you guys after some shit that you know uh, just a shit case
1: (laughs) true story